This podcast is brought to you by Dr. Alfonso Brown and is a product of guidinglifeministries.org. Hello, beloved. How are you again? And welcome to another episode of our podcast, Letters of Encouragement. Hey, have you ever wondered that maybe you've just messed up too much for God to help you? You know, you made that big mistake, and no matter what you think you can do from this point on, you don't think that you're going to ever get back to where you were and what you've lost. I know we've all been there. I certainly have. Well, in today's episode, I'm going to share a story with you about a great biblical hero who found himself not once, but twice in this situation, and to show you how a loving God and his caring thoughts for his child helped him to achieve greater heights than he could ever have imagined. Join me today on this episode of God Has an Amazing Purpose for You, Even If You've Messed Up. Beloved, many times as we face life, we stand at a crossroads of uncertainty. It can be difficult to determine which path to take when the future path is uncertain. Oftentimes, fear or lack of insight guide our choices about making certain decisions. I'm here to say today, beloved, that rest in one certain fact always. God loves you, and in his word he promises that all things will work through for your good. Jeremiah 29 and 11 states, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. You should then couple this verse, beloved, with the following verse from Romans 8 and 28. And it reads, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Taken together, beloved, these two mighty verses demonstrate that we should not fear decisions that we might not necessarily have all the answers to. God himself, who holds the future, the present, and the past in his hands, tells you that as his beloved children, he has plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope, and plans to give you a future. Beloved, fear often comes from not knowing what the future holds, but God then tells us that all things, all disappointments, all mistakes, all foul-ups, all misdirections, and yes, even all blessings work through for the good of those who love him. No matter what happens to you, he will write your course and create your history so that he brings you back to glory upon glory, he promises in his word. And the reason why he does this is because he has a greater purpose for you than either you or I can imagine. The Bible is full of references of great people of God who made mistakes and yet God returned them to blessings that were even greater than they had before they fell. My mind runs on Moses, who at one time was second in command of the nation of Egypt. At that time, Egypt was the world's superpower. It was the most powerful nation in the world. And then one day, at 40 years of age, he committed a crime in which he killed an Egyptian. He then spent the next 40 years in exile, on the run, for the crime of murder. God called Moses to greater glory than he had before. You see, after 40 years in exile, 
God then made Moses the leader of over three million Hebrews as he helped to lead the nation of Israel out of slavery. And the nation had been in slavery for over 400 years. Now let's think about this for a second. Moses, at one time, was a billionaire, I guess. Well-educated, well-liked, second in line to ascend to the throne. And he wasn't even an Egyptian. As you know, he was an adopted Hebrew. And yet, then one fateful day in a fit of anger, Moses, in trying to met out justice, killed an Egyptian. By killing the Egyptian, he now became a murderer on the run, for he was witnessed in his crime. Unfortunately, Moses then spent the next 40 years of his life in exile, running away from his crime. Don't you think during that time, Moses was probably thinking to himself, Ah, oh, man, I really messed up. I was at the pinnacle. I was about to become the next leader of Egypt. And then I woke up that morning and I killed that Egyptian. You know how many times Moses must have said to himself, if I had just done the right thing on that day, my life wouldn't be the way it is now. But then, as we all know, one fateful day, he was called by God at a burning bush. And God took Moses, this man who'd committed murder, but once time was at the seat of the pinnacle of power in the world and brought him back in order to free his own people. And Moses did that. Um, now, when Moses came back, he was initially quite, you know, shocked that God had chosen him. And as you remember, he didn't even want to speak on his own behalf, so God sent his brother Aaron along to help him. But what God was illustrating through Moses' story is that he had plans for Moses. It took 40 years, but he had plans for Moses, like he said, plans of peace and plans to prosper him. And you think, well, I guess Moses is a lucky guy, right? Well, I don't believe in luck, I just think it's God's providence and blessing. You see, if Moses had decided that he was not going to, you know, follow God's calling, if he decided to ignore the burning bush, he would have stayed in exile and probably died in exile. And unfortunately, Moses made a mistake. He killed a man. He was trying to met out justice for his fellow Hebrew, but he did kill a man. Now, if Moses hadn't done that, you say, oh, well, all would have been good. Well, think about it. If Moses had not killed that Egyptian, he likely would have stayed in Egypt, eventually ascended to the throne, and remained a ruler. And not only that, a ruler over his own people who were enslaved. And so his people may never have been taken out of slavery because, you know, if he's got a blessed life, he's got a blessing. Why would he need to, to give that up for the slaves? Now, you might say that seems harsh. And you might say, well, you don't know what he would have done. Well, we don't. But we know that he spent 40 years in that position of power and did not do anything except when he killed that Egyptian to take his people out of the problems that they were having as they lived in slavery. So you might say to yourself, well, this is all well and good. What purpose did it serve? You know, uh, so what? He killed somebody. He still killed a man. But what the purpose that it serves is it shows to illustrate 
that when you're beloved by God, when you're one of his children, Moses was one of his chosen, that God will weave your life together no matter how hideous, so that in the end it glorifies him. It's a life of great glory, and it blesses him. Now, unfortunately, in all that we know of Moses, one thing that was sad is that Moses had a temper. His temper got him in trouble the first time, right, because he killed a man, and he had to go into exile, and his temper got him in trouble a second time. If you read in the Word, you know, Moses was not allowed to go into the Promised Land. After all that he went through and all that he'd taken the Israelites through, he was not allowed to go. And you know the reason why that happened? It happened because Moses lost his temper again. So this tremendous lesson that he learned, murdered a man and spent 40 years in exile, unfortunately, he lost out a second time. And if you remember that scripture in particular, the Israelites were complaining again, as they usually did, and this frustrated Moses. Remember, he broke the tablets of the Ten Commandments in frustration with the Israelites. So unfortunately, this time what happened was that Moses uh, was asked by God to provide water for the Israelites by holding a staff above a rock. But because Moses was angry, he struck the rock. The water still flowed, but God was angry that Moses had lost his temper. And as a result, Moses was denied passage into the promised land. He could only see it from a distance. But all that he'd worked for, he was not allowed to enter into while he was here. Now, no doubt Moses is with God today, you know, waiting for all of us believers who go as well. But it just goes to show that we have to be careful with our anger and that God in his goodness always works out everything for our greatness, but that the greatest risk to our path is us. If Moses had not killed that Egyptian, different life, different outcome. If Moses hadn't struck the rock, maybe he would have gone into the promised land. God had seen. But thank God that his blessing ensures that no matter how hard our life is and how much we think we've messed it up, he will eventually weave everything together to work out for our good. And in Moses' case, even though Moses didn't enter into the promised land, he did much more good in his latter years than in his former. You see, Moses would have potentially been the king or the emperor, the leader of Egypt, but he would have ruled over his people as slaves. Instead, he died knowing that he still ruled over his people as their liberator. But three million people could enjoy the one thing that all the money that Moses had in Egypt could not buy. They could now all enjoy freedom. So despite losing what appeared to be the biggest prize in the world, the nation of Egypt, Moses was much richer because in the end, he was able to save millions of lives by leading them out. Egypt and out of slavery. So the next time you worry and are concerned about what God has for your future, realize that even if you can't see it, God's blessings on your life are bringing you towards a greater glory and an opportunity greater than you or anyone else can likely imagine. And God says this in his word, he says it in Habakkuk, that he will work a work in your days that you would not believe it if it had been told to you. So therefore, embrace the love that he has for you 
and remember the two promises that God leaves us. God is not like us. He can't lie. So all of his promises will stand the test of time. Believe in them. Act on them. And you will see that you will be blessed. And the other thing is to work to increase your love and relationship with him so that the belief in his promises becomes second nature. And you can also spread the love and security in knowing him and knowing that he will do all of those things he says he will. It's a wonderful thing. He promises to make your path work for you and he promises to take care of you in the path. So, I leave you with this. Faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase, because God is leading you up the staircase, and he will make sure that even if you fall, he's there to catch you and help you through. I want to thank you, my brothers, for listening to this. Father, I want to ask that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart pleasing in your sight. They will bless all those that hear. And Father, that you will get glory from the hearts that are touched and the words that are spoken. We thank you for your son and his beautiful sacrifice. We thank you for your love and your kindness. And we thank you, O Lord, for your spirit. Until we meet again, beloved, we ask these things in Jesus' name. This concludes this episode of Letters of Encouragement. If you like what you heard today, please visit our website at guidinglifeministries.org. And while you're there, please feel free to subscribe to our podcast and also listen to our audio blog. And if you really love it, become a member. 